Hi, this is Melanie from the Pandoras, the Muffs, and the Coolings. You're watching the JFJ Conspiracy Podcast, where the shop talk is rock. I'm Jim. And I'm Frank. And I'm Jerry. And this is the JFJ Conspiracy Podcast, where the shop talk is rock. Gentlemen, Jerry, how are you this week? Frank, Jim, I'm doing wonderfully. Very good. How are you, cats? How are you, cats? <laughs> Jim. I'm doing really good, man. I, I uh, spent the last few days in Encinitas. Uh, happy anniversary. Yeah, celebrating our anniversary. Oh, that's and, right, uh, honey. Happy anniversary. 35 años. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, it's always a little tough to come back after a yes. nice, nice vacation. Like, I agree. Yeah. Well, you it's probably good. don't take enough. Nobody ever probably takes take enough, enough, do they? I don't know. Yeah, well, you're a little, you're one little tighter than Frank and I. Just <laughs> that that is, is probably true. very true. Yeah, um, probably. <laughs> yeah. But you know what? After, for me, after a week or so, I'm ready to come home. I miss my dogs, you know, uh, the comfort of my own bed, my own pillow. Yeah, I miss being home. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I will say this. The, um, the, the bed we had in the hotel was amazing. That's it was so comfortable. Yeah. But I've, I've got that whole thing where, um, you know, internal alarm clock, right? I'm used to waking up at 4 a.m. every day. Right. So every morning, like 6 o'clock, I'm like, uh, just up. Uh, yeah, yeah. Gail's still, Gail still asleep, but I'm just. And that's tough to do when you're in a room because you can't make noise. You don't can't want to make wake noise. Her up. You can't no. watch TV now. And I if you her, I, wish, leave, I wish I had her. I wish I had her talent for sleep. I just yes. don't. Yeah. Well, the funny thing is, like, say, say you want to leave. I'm going to go grab something to eat. You come back and your day's ruined because you left. Yeah, you get the eyeball. Wake up. The evil eye. Yep. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Well, happy anniversary. We're, we're really happy anniversary, Jaime. Yep. To you and Gail. Wonderful. And Jim froze up. Look at he, he's doing the yeah, sprinkler. Yeah, he did. You okay, were doing the sprinkler go. there. Yeah, you were. <laughs> Who was? You were. You froze. You were. You just oh. froze up. <laughs> the weird thing was from the anniversary my screen, Frank. you guys were frozen. And huh. I was. And you were moving. No, you did like a. And then it locked. Yeah. I don't do the sprinkler. You were doing the sprinkler. <laughs> I, do, I do the lawnmower. <laughs> oh, my. Well, I, I have a question for you, Jim. What was in Jim's fridge? Oh. I think it's kind of cool. Mm -hmm. This is uh, Smashing Pumpkins. Smashing oh. Pumpkins 7 inch. This is on Sub Pop 1990. So this is pre Gish. Very good. Uh, very, very early pumpkins. And if you notice the thing, yes. we're on Ooh, pink nice. vinyl. Gorgeous. Uh, Tristesa was the A side, B side was La Dolly Vita. All and right. uh, very limited edition. I, I don't nope. think you find this anymore. Uh, price on this, I think, has gone way, way up. Wow. Good for me. I don't know that I want to part with it. But uh, <laughs> um, so, you know, early on before, uh, before their first album was even released. Right. There you go. I was so, going to ask uh, you, is that on the cover? Yeah. That's how early that is. Vinyl, 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 so cool. You got to keep it in the refrigerator. Nice. <laughs> Smash, Smashing Pumpkins are a band that I appreciate more now than in the '90s. Uh, I didn't really get into them when they first came out. Um, Nor I. wasn't wasn't my genre of music uh, for rock. You know, I think I didn't appreciate uh, Corgan's style, but man, I. Uh, I like listening to their music now. That's for sure. He's an interesting cat too. Uh, he is an interesting cat. Uh, David Gambler. Courtney, 
dated Courtney Love, which makes me question is. Yeah. Well, yeah, at least he I, got out before he was dead. <laughs> yeah, I think he's been uh, searching for happiness for a long time. He's a he's one of those guys. He didn't really get it from home. No. Uh, listening to some interviews that he's done, you know, he's it's sad because once he got popular and had all that money and everything, all then his grandpa yeah. wanted to talk to him. He was interested yeah. in what he had to say. Uh, before then, didn't care. So it's kind of a sad, sad thing. Yeah, that's kind of. Uh, he's he's learned some perspective over time. I yes. listened to an interesting interview where he's talking about like, you know, selling out festivals, and then now they played a much much smaller crowds. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think he's uh, gained a little humility, and um, but but has a has an understanding of kind of what you know what the score is right. you know, these well, days. Good. Um, a produced hole, actually. Yeah. And uh, word, word. I'm trying to think what that, what that third, uh, third whole album was that he produced. But the um, some of the, some of the talk was that he wrote most of that album. I wouldn't doubt it. Why no. it's so good? Yeah. <laughs> whether whether or not he got credit on it, I don't yeah. know. But uh, that wasn't a celebrity scam, was it? Uh, yes, I think I think he okay. did produce celebrity. Uh, that's the one I was thinking. I think that's the only hole that i own 98 1998 cool uh, i got into a discussion one time on uh the internet with um someone who sort of claimed to be courtney love <laughs> or was at least posing as courtney right. Love. I, I don't know but i was telling her how much i hated uh <laughs> That, that first whole album, uh, um, pretty on the inside. I was like, that, yeah. "That's a miserable record." <laughs> She's like, "Well, what you know? What about Live Do This? You know, it sold like you know seven million copies." And I'm like, "Freaking look! There's no accounting for taste, right?" Garth Brooks sold like sixty million albums. Wow! There you go, go, yeah. fella. Uh huh. Tell us how you really feel. Oh, Tell yeah, you how man. you really feel. <laughs> right? Don't hold back, baby. So. Don't hold back. I said, look, I'm on your side and all, but um... <laughs> but that's a shitty album. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I, I know you have a mail call this week, but before you do, I have a couple of things I want to bring up because I okay. forgot to. Number one, did you see that Double Platinum is being re-released? For $200, you can get the oh. colored picture disc of one of their faces on each side for sixty dollars you can get all four of their faces on each side uh, the two hundred dollar version there's only five hundred copies that are being uh, sold guaranteed go, I think kids, already sold out. oh yeah oh, yeah um, they, they've got packages where you can get a coffee mug and a sticker and all this other stuff for lunch pail license plate frame Unreal. Beach towel. Yeah. Uh, dish towel. I'm only interested plate. if there's a belt buckle. No belt buckle. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, well done, Jaime. So no interest in that on either of you. Here's what's funny about no. platinum. Uh, yeah. No. First okay. off, let me. Yeah. Go, go ahead, ahead, Jerry. Go no, ahead. Go ahead. Um, I was just gonna say when double. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Jaime, it's your anniversary. You go, brother. <laughs> uh. Uh, do I get to see Ace's face or do I get to see Tommy's face? It's Ace's face. It's the actual embossed faces. You know, when you open up the. Oh, the, okay. Okay. Colorize those. And, and put them on the records. They're cartoonish. It's not even a photo. Here. Look it up. It's terrible. Double Some artist rendering. Yeah. Double platinum is a horrible package. I didn't even yes, buy it, it when it came out. I did. <sighs> I mean, I own it yeah. now, but. I had to have everything kiss back in the day. I'm and sorry. Strutter, Strutter 78, they called it because they re redid it. It added uh, terrible. nothing to it. Yeah. And they took the car crash and all the noises out of Detroit Rock City. And the radio commentary in yes. Detroit, Michigan, or Detroit Youth was right. Kilpitter. And that's through, the only difference. through the windshield. The rest of it. I think they added a chorus here or there or something like that. In, uh, in Detroit Rock City. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. it's a terrible version. Yes, it's it is. Not as yeah. good as the original. So I can't see spending $200 for a picture disc 
Hang it, hang on a second, Jaime. What did he say? What did That's Frank right. say? You heard me. Can't spend two hundred bucks for a picture disc. No, I knew he wouldn't say it again, James. You know why? Because he's going to. No, no, no. <laughs> I, I guarantee you, I am not buying <laughs> okay. the two hundred dollar version. Well, okay. <laughs> so, sir, what it. version are you buying? <laughs> I'm buying all of them. I gotta we'll know who's on each side. It, we'll see if I can part way with sixty bucks for the. Uh, for the other, just because it completes the, they're going to come out with colored vinyl on all of them. I, for um, all of them, I know. So might I as well have it. I was going to say. Yeah. Because it's, it's not going to be available. It's going to be a Sonic Boom type situation where these KISS fans are, are going to, you know, hoard them up and think that's tell, the inheritance. Tell me about it, Frank. <laughs> Here's my double platinum story, guys. This yes. is my first eye opening into, hey, KISS has a new, no, KISS has a new album out. Uh, so I buy it. Not I don't think about nothing. I right. buy it and I start playing it and I go, well, that sounds like that's from Kiss's first album. <laughs> well, no, that's from Destroyer. And that was my first realization about compilation, compilation, uh, greatest, whatever. Yeah. So they got me good on double platinum. No, I they bought got us all that good. as soon as I rode my bike down to Kmart or whatever and bought that stuff. At that I time, that Jerry, my, 1978, was, you got to remember the Kiss Army was drinking the Kool-Aid fast, as fast as Gene and Paul could, could uh, shove it. Yeah, same here. Yep. Fast so, as they were mixing it up. Uh-huh. They were pouring <laughs> yeah, it out. Yeah, <laughs> and, you, and you couldn't drink enough. Nope. nope. What? They got so. lunch pails? <laughs> no, double okay. platinum got me good, guys. Next, next good. bit right now. We are going to have three different bands on tonight. And this is directly to those bands. Are we doing mail call? Yes. We're going to do this after we get to this bit because I don't want to forget about it. Okay. When we, when we play your guys' music, the bands that we are going to feature, we're asking one thing. Share, Share the show it. with your fans on your social media, on whatever you got. I don't care if you got a cassette recorder and that's all you've got on your your realistic tape play it for right. somebody else all right <laughs> so last bit of business and i don't know if either of you have seen it or not and this is purely indulgent self-indulgent on my part i was going through a box of cds and i found something some stuff i recorded back in 2008 2009 a bunch of cover tunes that i recorded and i put them up shaking abe yes I, I put one one song, uh, 16 Tons. Remember the old Tennessee Ernie yeah, Ford? Yeah, Tennessee Ernie Ford. I put you that know, up on um, YouTube. What do you get? Don't you tell me they got you. No, no, no. I'm saying oh. this for all our listeners. Check it out. Like, subscribe, the whole bit. If I don't get any feedback on this, I'm not putting any of the songs up because what's the point? Uh, it's no good if I have, it's like nine listens, Right. And probably eight of them are mine. So the thing is, <laughs> like it. I don't have subscribers on my. It's Shaken Abe. Check it out, and let me know what you think about the the cover tunes. It's just not as good as the originals. So there's nothing I can do. It's just self indulgent fun. Anyways, enough of that. Mail call. What you got, Jim? Not as much as you, evidently. <laughs> I'm as on fire today. Mm -hmm. oh, oh, Red Cross. Oh, oh. Ah, nice. The original, uh, the original Red Cross EP. Very this nice. just came out on Merge. Um, oh. I got it. I think a couple of days ahead of the release date. Actually yeah. showed up. Uh, showed up in the mail. But the fortieth, fortieth uh, anniversary of their original EP. Uh, wow, fortieth. Six songs from the original EP, and then uh, B side is uh, the demo versions and a live version of. Uh, fun with connie nice uh, <coughs> excuse me so um have you cracked it open yet i have not cracked it open yet i've got the digital version no. so i've been listening yeah, to right. that but uh jim ain't touching it well that one comes with a download also i think comes with a download there also you go. but uh, I, I bought it off of Bandcamp, so you can automatically oh. get the download on Bandcamp. cool yeah and merch really. sends the vinyl blah blah yeah. blah very good. But they wouldn't, they wouldn't release the download until the vinyl. The vinyl came out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
That's something else. Yeah, is what it is. Gotta, but uh, gotta work those angles. <laughs> it's cool, very punk rock. You know, Sweet. Uh, it's their it's their early early stuff. But you know, those guys are so talented, though. Man, they they've got a sound about them that you you instantly know who it is. Oh yeah, yeah, they're very oh, yeah, identifiable. In yeah, yeah. a band, on my mail call, who's a, a lot like that? Who once you hear it, like, oh, I know who this is. The first one is a 2008 reissue of White Flag, White since Flag. the album S is for Space. This is a deluxe two LP set, one black LP, one white. I guess there's variations. Everybody gets different colors or whatever. Um, disc one is all studio stuff. It's the actual S is for Space album. Disc two is L is for Live. And what I like about this too is there's a side A and a side one. So nice. These guys. <laughs> and then uh, same with the first one. But they do a take on Casablanca label and different right. things. And they've always. Uh, is that on Gasatanka? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Gasatanka. Well done. <laughs> My other mail call. Oh, I actually have a. This is a threefer. And I showed you guys this via social media. I am I am jealous. Re-release. This is the re-release of the Melvin's solo EPs. Oh. Yeah. So, uh, still sealed. Had to get them. I got that through uh, Planetary Sound is the name of the company that I bought them from. Um, these, these are re-releases on vinyl? Yeah, these came out. I think they re-released these in 2017 for a very quick run. And so... Um, Just to get a feel. Maybe get a feel. Yeah. And you ordered them directly from them? Yeah, they they actually, they, they're not selling like them in bulk. They had them in stock. It was just one of those deals. Oh. So say, you know, a record store who happens to have some stuff. So Yeah, if you find those like original issue, they're... Um, oh, yeah, they're, they're worth some dough. Yeah. And not, not easy to come uh, up. Cheapest, cheapest one I saw, I don't remember if I was looking at Dale Crover's or maybe it was Buzzos, but... Um, the cheapest one I saw was like 65 bucks. Wow. It's crazy. But most of them were in the $80, $90 range. That's something else. Ooh. Yeah. My third bit was from the last show we had. I told you I had ordered some used records. Yes. And I uh, wanted to share them with you. And I'm happy to say for $25, Big Daddy scored Obsession. Oh. Obsession. Obsession. Um. And again, all the vinyl on these is just outstanding. Uh, yeah. Nice. I wore that one out. This also comes. Oh, Extra seven inch. This Ooh. is the radio version of Far From Home. It's only on one side. It's it's was released direct. One-sided single. Yes. Released wow. to record stations. Uh, you don't see those too often. No. Usually there's something on the other side. Yeah, like a demo from what made you think of that. <laughs> Here's Heaven. Not familiar with this album, but wow, um, we'll wow. see. Wow. This is the reason I bought now. This is the only one that's a little tattered on the outside, but the album is, is awesome. Rose Tattoo. Rose Tattoo. Um, Talking about yeah. that last show, right? Yes. Frank? From and Australia? then finally... Oh, Love Local. at First Sting? Yes. Is that what that is? Love at First Sting. Love at First Sting. All for 25 bucks, guys. I mean, uh, that's a deal and a half. That, uh, that's the deal of the century, Frank. It, it, well, it was done. for me. I was expecting yeah. half of them to be scratched <coughs> or jacked up or warped. I do or that fast way with this one sided for 25 bucks. Yeah, Easily. tell me about it. Yep. Well done. Good stuff. So that's my mail call. Yeah, Very nice. Woo Um. When Cindy wonders why we're not eating meat this month. Um, <laughs> Tell her you're still planting the garden. It's Lent. Oh, it's done. It's Lent. There you go. It's a, very, it's a very long Lent this year. There you right. go. Due, due to the COVID virus, we're celebrating Lent. <laughs> and Later or earlier, depending on where. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, let's, let's move along to Jerry's pick this week, shall we? Yes, sir. Uh, Jim and Frank, I got a band out of Cleveland, Ohio called the Cheap Easies, right. which I love that, the Cheap Easies. Uh, the bio, short bio, um, 
uh, longtime friends who have played in various Cleveland punk and hardcore bands. Notably, and I love this, notably, I have to edit myself on this one. Notably, one of the bands they were in was F.U. Pay Me. But it's the whole word. <laughs> there you go. F.U. Pay Me. Uh, American Werewolves, and this band name I love, Amps to Eleven. Sweet. Which is a homage to, uh, what, Spinal Tap, right? Spinal Tap. This is. <laughs> uh, the thing in quotes says slightly aggressive buzz pop punk um we we have uh, the cheap easies are steve callahan drums backing vocals justin haberer uh voicing guitar and brendan moore bass and backing vocals and thank you brendan for getting back to us on our jfj show at gmail.com um the name of the tune is bypass it's on their debut album, Songs on the Radio, excuse me, Sirens on the Radio, which just came out June 16th, so two weeks and change ago. Um, got recorded February through March 2020 by Chris Wright at Earl Hammer Studio. Engineered mix, Chris Wright, the same. Uh, mastered at Cauliflower Audio by Adam Boos. And uh, the name of the tune is Bypass. The name of their debut album is Sirens on the Radio, and it's Cheap Easies out of Cleveland, Ohio. Yeah. Let's give them a listen, shall we? Bennett Frank, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely love the production on it. Yeah. Love the drum sound. Love the guitar Beautiful. tones. Uh, very well written. Um, love the attack of the vocal. Uh, the vocal kind of surprised me a little bit. A little rougher than what I expected. Uh, it's a very, uh, to me, kind of falls into that kind of pop punky mm -hmm. kind of vibe. Uh, Slightly aggressive buzz pop punk. It says. Yeah. There you go, buzz pop. <laughs> remind uh, vocals remind a little bit of rancid, you know, a little, a little, little bit. Um, but um, radio ready. Uh, it sounds like some oh, if I turned on K Rock. Why is it? Yeah, why I mean, not, not K Rock right now, now, but <laughs> K Rock Back in the a day. couple years oh, ago. Oh yeah, now. easily. Yeah. What I what I liked about that song is it sounds like it's ready for a movie soundtrack. You know. Oh, that could easily be. Yeah. 
yeah, it's just got that uh, that sound that tells you know it could be in the middle of a some kind of uh, that's a car chase tune to me. Yeah, yeah, you could have almost anything going on, <laughs> or a bar fight. <laughs> yeah, you had a, a group of friends involved in a bar fight or something. That would be yep. a good, yeah, good tune to go along with it. Love the production yeah. of that. The really cheap easies from Cleveland, Ohio. Very Ooh, nice. Yeah. And, Sirens uh, on the radio is the album, folks. And cheap easies, do what Frank said, share it. Yes. <laughs> Please. Yeah, Thank no you. kidding. Thank you, Steve, Justin, and Brendan. Yep. Cool. Well, moving forward, uh, my band comes from Germany, guys. And I'm tongue, baby. I'm going to tell you something. If you long for that new wave of British heavy metal sound, um, these guys have kind of tuned themselves into that style of music. Um, I, it took me back to the time when we were kids, you go to the record store and you buy a record because of the cover. Yeah. And when you see the cover of this album, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. But the music does not disappoint. The band is called Night Train. And uh, the album is Hell Central. Uh, the song I'm going to play is called Monument of Ignorance. And uh, they wrote a tune about us? Yes, they did. <laughs> <laughs> We've got Dominic Doubter and Tobias Rube on guitars, Simon Coder on bass and vocals, Kevin Wagner on vocals, and Kevin's the one that actually got back to me, and Thanks, Benjamin Stimple on drums and vocals. Um, they're heralded as the long overdue new wave of German heavy metal for the 21st century. Nice. You can check them out on Facebook. Yeah. You can check them out on Bandcamp. They're, they've got videos, lots of live, live stuff. These guys don't mess around. And again, the song that I'm going to play is Monument of Ignorance. Here it is. <laughs>
All right, Monument of Ignorance by Night Train. Mm -hmm. Let's start with you, Jerry. What did you think of that? Thank you. Before I uh, say that, Frank and Jim, uh, let me tell you how folks out in conspiracy land, Jim and Frank are not monuments of ignorance. I am. These two <laughs> oh. cats know everything that's come out for, I don't know, 120, 130 years now. So <laughs> the monument of ignorance is me, folks, out in conspiracy land. But getting back to your question, Frank, uh, that's great stuff. That's good, simple rock and roll. I like it when it speeds up. I love the guitar solo because it takes it elsewhere. You know, mm -hmm. you're here, you're jamming, and all of a sudden, when they peel off and do the solo, fantastic. Well-produced, clean, great, right. great, Frank. Thank you. That well, was Jim, a treat. That, that comes in at 3 minutes and 37 seconds. It, it, oh, it sounds... why do you tell them, Frank? Ah. Why do you, yeah, but when they, go, when they shred solos like that, Jim loses time. Remember in high school? Oh, Remember that one time? <laughs> yep. No. But the, but the point I want to make is... Three minutes, 37 seconds, a little more than his three minutes tops. That's my point. But, when, you know, we know Jim loses time when the shredding You don't starts. miss it. You don't miss it. That song needed every, every bit it got. What would you think, Jim? All right. I, well said. I completely agree. You know, when you said uh, kind of new wave of British heavy metal, mm -hmm. I was expecting it to sound differently mm -hmm. in the sense that um, – I mean, all the all the great components are there. It's a such a well written song, yeah, and so well produced. But the sound of it is very modern. Very modern. I mean, yes. the drums sound very modern. The guitar sounds very modern. The shred and it was fantastic. Uh, I I really liked it. Yeah. Yeah. Did you even know it was over three minutes, Jim. Just a tick. <laughs> yeah. Just a tick okay. over. Okay. And I want to bring this to your attention. It's something I learned a while ago. In the 80s, um, if you go back and listen to all our favorite bands, Doc and Rat, you know, all those bands, they all had the same drum sound on the snare. And I found out not long ago, it was actually a, a trigger that they used, basically. Almost a, a synth-type tr you know, trigger to get the, that fatness, because you just can't get it. Good ear, Frank. Yeah. Well, I, I I always thought, man, these drums. How do you get this sound? And you know, it's in the studio trick. You know, however they were doing it. But the drums on this pan from left and right, right to left when it hits the toms and everything, crystal clear. Just the production is just out of this world on this in this record. That's good. So, anyway, so that's Night Train. Uh, the album is Hell Central. You can get it on Bandcamp. Uh, they're on. Like I said, Facebook, they've got their own page. If you read German, it'll really be beneficial. And um, if not, you can just watch the, the videos of their shows and whatnot. Uh, a, lot of, a lot of neat stuff. So check them out. All right, Jim. Mon yeah, Monument of Ignorance. There you go. What you got for us, Jim? Uh, my band this week is a band out of D.C. called Bad Moves. And, uh, oh, hold on. I, I lost their bio. They were kind enough to send me a bio, <laughs> which you guys know. Yep. When it comes to my bands, I don't, nobody ever sends me a bio. But, uh, so this was uh, just released uh, June 12th on Don Giovanni Records. John Giovanni. Hey. Second, second full length for these guys. Thank you. Hey. Hey. It's a record fired in the anxiety and exhaustion of our historical moment. Twelve very personal and political songs about surviving in a perpetual state of crisis. Uh, it was recorded late last year at Philadelphia's Headroom Studios with Joe Reinhardt at the Knobs. Uh, it's called Untenable. That's the new album. Nudge's bad move sound to suit a slightly darker outlook. The hmm. drums charge along with intensity and bite. The guitars favor lockstep call and response riffs. A bit of noise, dissonance, and snarl has crept into the periphery. Uh, those spikier sounds frame lyrics about the numerous places that instability erodes our lives. Uh, tipped wages, service industry jobs, our self-images groomed for public consumption via social media. <laughs> the title Untenable is a nod to the overwhelming feeling of instability that permeates life right now, whether at work, at home, or on the planet. Uh, there's a melodic sweetness there, too, though, and a fair bit of hope. 
which I think we can all use right now. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, uncertain times are also an opportunity for change. So uh, bad moves <laughs> is Emma Cleveland, David Combs, Katie Park, and Daoud Tyler Amin. Daoud. Uh, yeah, Daoud. Uh, formed in 2015, band has performed throughout the U.S. and the U.K. And here's what I found really interesting. Uh, there's a a cartoon my kids don't watch cartoon network anymore they're all a little older than that now but right. uh, mm -hmm. there's a show on there evidently called craig of the creek and there's an animated version of the band that shows up in there right? ah, uh, cool yeah. it shows i'm trying to trying to book their own kind of diy concert or whatever so uh very nice anyway uh i found them sort of under the power pop label which was a little surprising it's a little more to me a little more on the punky side uh, kind of that poppy punk, um, but uh, you'll hear it. The song's called Local Radio. So uh, go ahead, Frank, and drop the needle in the groove. about that song jim i like what do you like about it the back and forth of the vocals. yes jerry loves the bass yes oh, uh sometimes you, sometimes you get sometimes you get that female voice sometimes you get the male voice mm -hmm. they're switching it was good there. though and, that, and but when they sing together they good blend harmony. really well it's beautiful, it's beautiful. yeah, yeah honey. it's not it's, it's not x frank no it's not not at all <laughs> uh, ooh, never in wow. a million years would i think it was <laughs> no <laughs> But I, I love I love the sound of this record. Yeah, that's beautiful. Sounds good. That was that was really good. Well, um, it's got a good raw sound to it, while sounding clean, like you say, and modern. Yeah, I like yeah. that. Yeah. Great production on that. Good stuff. Yes. And, and you found them on Bandcamp as well. Bandcamp. Yes. Bad yeah. moves. Bad moves. You gotta check them out, people. And uh, they have vinyl available, colored uh, vinyl. Oh. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> at, at a reasonable price too. I think the album's like eighteen, nineteen bucks. Like that's that. not bad. So, that's not the going colored great. vinyl. No, that's fan yeah, that's, fantastic. Yeah, yeah. But you can download the whole album for like eight bucks. Sweet. 
Sounds All right. Cool. Well, definitely done. check out well Bad Boobs. Yep. Yep. Very good. Yep. Moving forward, um, my pick was from 1984, and it was the debut album of Wasp. And yep. I was trying to go back and figure out when it was they got into my wheelhouse, you know. And I remember before we graduated high school, there was a band called Circus Circus. And later on, found out that that was Blackie Lawless and Randy Piper. And that was pre-Wasp. And they kind of morphed into the band Wasp. And um, he was in another band called Sister. He was in Sister, and I think with Nikki Six. With Nikki Six, yeah. Yeah. Playing bass. So Blackie would have been playing guitar. Yeah, that didn't last very long. Um, But yeah, he was. He story goes that he played with a touring version of New York Dolls for a hot second. I don't know. Um, Can't. Yes. find any of that on youtube but that's that's what the yeah. story goes well that Anyways, was when the dolls were disintegrating I yes think at that point. yeah they probably you know got anybody they could to play with them so they can play live uh but mm-hmm. this album this album came out august 1984 august 17th uh and i didn't know this but just reading up today that it was known by three different names yes yeah the the cassette was called i want to be somebody which was one of the singles that the album produced. Wonderful song. I love that tune. Uh, In in Europe, it was called Winged Assassins. I don't know where that came from, though. Well, you know, Uh, I think it was part of the logo. Yeah, Europe. If you looked at the spine on the European cuts of that album, it says Winged Assassins. And then just, of course, Wasp here. And they dropped Animal in another song, for the U.S. release. So the version we're going to talk about is the U.S. came in at 38 minutes and 21 seconds, a respectable amount of time for a a rock album. And what's interesting, I was telling you guys this last episode, this little tidbit I think is, I I remember reading about this in Circus or Cream way back when. When they put this album out, the whole idea, Blackie wanted a u.s side and a european side so the songs on side one are tailor-made for the united states audience and then the edgier darker songs were meant for the european audience on side two so we'll, we'll get into that in a minute um side one again first of all this was produced by blackie lalas and uh mike varney and What's pretty cool is they were managed by Rod Smallwood. Oh, interesting. The only other band he's ever managed is? Uh, Iron Maiden. Iron Maiden. So you got to be in pretty good company mm-hmm. if you only want something to do with those two bands. Two very different bands, which yeah, is uh, heavy metal. Interesting. I think both sides of the pond. You know, he's, he's getting his uh, feet wet everywhere, so. Album was recorded at the record plant in Los Angeles and is put out by Capitol Records. Side one is I Want to Be Somebody, Love Machine, The Flame, B.A.D., and School Days, which was the other single that was put out. Um, I like that tune, too. Yeah. Yeah.
the interesting thing about the first album, it's the only album with that lineup. Um, yeah. I, Tony Richards, the drummer, that. departed before anything oh, yeah. really happened, I think. Yeah. Um, and they got Steve Riley playing drums for him. But did you notice those, you know, those songs, they're pretty good hard rockers, but they're not, they're not barn burners like say two. You know, we'll, we'll get to that in a second. Yeah. True. Yeah. Now, I remember, like, I think it's Guitar Magazine. They used to have the tabs every month or whatever. One month they put, I want to be somebody. Yes. It. With the and bass line. With I the remember, bass line. I remember yes. dinking around on that. Yes. <laughs> the funniest thing ever, the following month when the, the new magazine came out and they had, I don't know, Stevie Ray Vaughan or somebody else, and the readers would write their comments and they're basically like, what are you wasting our time with Wasp? There's two chords in this song. <laughs> right. <laughs> nothing, wow. compli- nothing complicated no, about, no. about I like tunes. it. Yes. Um, Jim, if you have to pick a favorite song on side one, what, what would stand up to you the most? Uh, well, I, I kind of like the singles. Mm-hmm. Um, of the two, I mean, I like I Want to Be Somebody. I like the message of the tune. It's, right. it's something positive, too. Think, uh, I think Love Machine actually is maybe just edges it out a little bit. Really? Interesting. Yeah. I don't know. I'll, I'll go with I Want to Be Somebody. Okay. Jerry, what about you? I agree with Jim. I've got marks by I Want to Be Somebody, The Flame, and School Days. Yeah. This it's is funny. a great album, Frank. I would have never bought this album on my own. Oh. I'm telling you. This it's a good is, one. Oh, yeah. I loved it. Actually, The Flame is it. my favorite song on side one. And you interesting. Know, barely yep. edged out by School Days. Um, School Days was just too much of an Alice Cooper ripoff in the... That's what I thought, uh, Frankie. That's what I thought, of, Frankie. I, I go, yeah. Bit of my gripe there, too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but the riff... And I concur. Solo. Chris Chris Holmes just rips the solo on that. Oh, thing. this is this is this is great. Yeah, so it's it's a good way to start an album out. But yeah. um, side two, guys, let's uh, check that out. Okay, so side two, we got Hellion, Sleeping in the Fire, On Your Knees, Tormentor, and The Torture Never Stops. Uh, Jim, you know, what tracks stand out to you? Uh, probably On Your Knees. That was... Um, That's what I got, I mean. yep. May, uh, Because I remember seeing them do that mm-hmm. live in the clubs. Um, I, I can tell you this. Um, not as brutal on record as it was live. No, 
Uh, I bet. It was, it was, yeah, it was faster and uh, way more aggressive live than mm -hmm. um, than it ended up oh, being yeah. on the record. It was a, li uh, a little bit of a letdown in a sense, like. Yeah. Uh, but of the, of the bunch, um, probably, probably my favorite tune on that side. Right. Jerry. Uh, yeah, I had on your knees, um, and I had the the torture never stops. Mm -hmm. um, Tormentor is probably my least favorite. Not that I don't like it, mm -hmm. but to me, uh, this whole album is, is beautiful. So that's probably just my, not my most favorite. Right. But yeah, and I've got three songs here, Frank, on the album I got that aren't on this one. What did we Correct. do? Okay, well, as long as we're in tune. Yeah, yeah the, this is the American release, the actual official American release. Well, I got lucky with mine then. I went iTunes. <laughs> yeah, they, they had, put out. It has them. Yeah. Animal and um, I forget the other two songs. You probably uh, show, show, no, no show no mercy and painted yeah. black. Yeah, painted black is just terrible. They they don't do good. Uh, you may think they do good yeah, covers, but don't touch a stone song. If you're gonna touch a stone yeah. song, touch one that's not popular. Well, do um, I'm yeah. not I'm not a I'm not a fan of the Stones version of painted black. It's not <laughs> not even one of my favorite Stone songs by a. Wow, that's not. Wow, I didn't know that was an original. Well, well done, I mean. Yep. Yeah. Um, Show No Mercy was when they played in the clubs too. I guess yes. it never didn't it's, make the cut. Cut, but it, um, it ended up on a movie soundtrack. They they did a lot oh, of really, their, <coughs> yeah, a lot of their songs, like a lot, three or four, got put in um, movies. They they had some kind of connections going on there because they oh. had uh, Goonies two screaming to you like it, and some other songs popped up. Well so. done, Frank. Well yeah, done. Ever, Never saw Goonies too. You didn't miss it. Yeah, I, 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 <laughs> I, I didn't see Goonies one. <laughs> Goonies, Goonies one. Goonies one was a tough watch. Yeah, was, I like that one. Um, it's funny as as a teenager when this first came out, uh, "Sleeping in the Fire" was my favorite song because it was just dark and uh, uh, it's very heavy. Yeah, and I thought that was the one that would probably offend people the most if I was playing it in my car, you know, <laughs> and it doesn't hold up um, as we've aged at all. You know, it's just doesn't, doesn't fit the, doesn't fit the uh, agenda, but I love the torture never stops and uh, tormentor and hellion. I, I, on your knees, I, I, I overplayed that. And like you, Jim, I've seen them play that and it is so much better live. Um, yes. Everything they do is better live though. That's, that's for sure. They yeah. captured a sound on this, this first album. I that, love it. I don't think they got back until Headless Children. And uh, other than that, they, they've had some good albums, but nothing compares to this debut. This, this is my favorite Wasp album. Um, yeah. I, te I texted Frank on the download, Jim, and I said, wow, Frank, I would have never bought this on my own. This is a great album. And he was like, well, enjoy it. <laughs> they didn't throw a bunch of them good after that. <laughs> They were a band that every I mean, time yeah. a new album came out, I said, that's the last hit. I'm not, I'm not buying anymore. I'm not like, doing it no more. Yeah. Until the next one came out. Right. right. I, I Which you bought time. and said like, why did I, why did I do yeah. this? Um, yeah, they, so the first, they were yeah. a band to me that ended up, um, the singles were singles for a reason, like, cause they're yeah. the best tracks that's on the album. The rest, rest of it didn't hold up too well and even listening to this album like um you said this recorded record plant right yeah la yes there's some amazing sounding records that came out of the record plant and when i heard this and i was like it, it sounds a little thin it's not yeah it doesn't have that big sound that say like a heaven Bombastic. and hell had or what you know right um didn't didn't hold up too well for me you know and and that's what I want to say as far as, and it might be the genre too, again, as we get older, this was crotch rock for 15 to 19 year old kids. Sure. I mean, if, if you remember some of the clubs you had to sneak into because they were 21 and older back there, yeah, uh, it was a pure sausage fest. There were no girls going to see Wasp, you know, it wasn't, uh, I, I, there were, Probably 50 50 when him, I saw him. Not me. No, he just I, wanted to, he just, he's Italian. He got to use the word sausage. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I remember going and, and seeing them and being, you know, and, and actually thinking, 
I don't think I'd want to date a girl that is in the wasp in the first place. <laughs> yeah, and wow, I had that. Yeah. No, but I remember seeing him and thinking like. I, I I don't know why a, a girl would be here at this right. show. Yeah. Right. I mean, it was just. Yeah. A, a it was, little, it was, uh, an, it was no, it was gnarly. I mean, yeah. it was sexist, misogynistic. Uh, mm -hmm. And nowadays, um, Blackie and his band uh, live in great rock Europe. and roll name, by the way, Blackie Lawless. Yeah. What a rock and roll name. Oh sure. <laughs> yeah, but they. He lives in Europe, and he only plays in Europe. He says, oh, we're going on a world tour, and they're playing Switzerland and uh, Finland, and that's it. That's his world tour. He refuses to come <laughs> well, to the United States. Those are, wow. the only, those are the only two countries in his world. Yeah, pretty much. I was going to say, yeah. apparently he's Nordic background. Uh, I don't know. Uh, who, who was it? I think, was it Butch said he opened up for Wasp a couple times? I he think said, so. Like, he, doesn't, he doesn't even come out and talk to like the opening bands. Like, oh, no. Every band I've ever heard that's opened up for him said they pretty much treat him like trash. You know, he's just he's above all that. He's, you know, I think he takes himself way too seriously. Well, interesting thing is, um, you know, I remember seeing him back then and thinking like, this guy's kind of old. <laughs> back then, yeah, I, mean, yeah. I, I said that too, Jim. When yeah. I saw him, I go, he's little. Well, I mean, he, I, I want to say, like, when I saw him, and I was not 21, mm -hmm. I was um, I was probably 19 when I saw him, but I was thinking, like, this dude's got to be, like, early 30s. I'm Back thinking then. he's an older yeah. guy. Right. So, um, well, I don't know why he doesn't want to come back to the States, because he uh, doesn't probably money. why. There's no money for him. You know, he, he, he doesn't want to play... Um, clubs he wants to play the festivals over there and they do a lot of festivals in europe sure so yeah that's yeah. that plus they li lip sync half their show now too so oh really check it out guys, on youtube you guys are killing me with that stuff really yeah. just sad to watch now oh yeah oh and one note gentlemen on that album every tune is marked with a red e for explicit, explicit. material yeah i've never seen an album where every tune was that <laughs> honestly is that just me yeah, am I, yeah. am I am I being a monument of ignorance? I think it's more the the content of the uh, lyrics, not so much the lyrics themselves. Oh, I would agree. But read, uh, yeah, yeah. But so. if you read, uh, if you read the lyrics, um, talk about monument of ignorance. I mean, there's there's nothing really no. of substance in any of the songs. No, not not. Um, I mean, but nothing. Nothing I would call explicit. I mean, animal, obviously, but right. nothing you'd yeah. call explicit by any stretch right. of the imagination. Yeah. Every tune was marked that on hmm. stuff I purchased. Yeah, every well, tune. Maybe Tipper put that out. Who knows? Yeah. So good old Tipper Gore. Yeah. Well, did you see D. Snyder from D. Snyder from uh, Twisted Sister Terror, oh, yeah. a new one in Congress? Oh yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, they, they all did. Up on YouTube just to watch it again. Uh, yeah, but mostly D was. Watch Zappa. Zappa, Zappa was great. He made them look like idiots. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Zappa's Zappa. Zappa. I'll look at. I'll, I'll look that yes. up. Oh, Zappa's. Yeah. Muy inteligente. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. All right, guys. Well, moving on from Wasp, our next show, uh, Jerry, you've got the floor. So, what what album are we going to listen to? Guys, I hope you can see this. I know the shop talk is rock, but this album had some rocking tunes on it. Oh, oh, very nice. Parallel We're going to go Blondie, Parallel Lines, I believe, yeah. 1978. But yeah. you guys remember Nick LaCaprio, right? Oh, yeah. He loved Blondie. <laughs> yeah. He loved He was Blondie. a big Blondie fan? Big Blondie fan. I mean, I don't know. Before, yeah. I even knew, before I even knew they were a band, I remember in geometry class or something, he had a shirt that said Blondie on it. It was just a picture of Deborah Harry. So mm -hmm. I just thought, She's Maybe it's a new model. Maybe it's like a Farrah Fawcett <laughs> poster. I didn't even know it was a band. I didn't even know it was a band. But this album I had, and I wore this out. And uh, there we go, folks. Blondie, Parallel Lines, the, uh, circa 1978, I think. Sweet. Yeah, I'm looking at I'm looking at the track listing right now. Oh, isn't it a beauty, Jaime? Hmm. Uh, Nah, nah. 12 Let's songs. I'm gonna give you the slip. The Everything's. Slip uh, oh, I love that lyric. Everything's a right around the, the three minute mark, so that's yeah. not too bad. Hey, uh, I scored. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Um, Buddy Holly cover, and they, this is the album they cover the Nerves tune, Hanging on the Telephone. Yeah. Which I actually prefer the Nerves version. But. Right. I just want, <laughs> wanted to share with you real quick, you talked about <laughs> Nick LaCapra. He had an Impala, and uh, he worked at Taco Bell. And he'd swing by the house and pick me up. And in his Impala, he had an eight-track tape player. And the only eight-track that he owned was Blondie Parallel Lines. I bet. And we'd, we'd go down to Brea, wherever we went, we had to listen to that thing over and over and <laughs> over. He, and I'm like, dude, are you going to buy another you know, tape you or something? You should have bought him the first Van Halen album. <laughs> Who knew? Ooh. Who knew? Wow. <laughs> but yeah, that's, uh, that's a good one, Jerry. Looking forward to that. Yeah. Thank you, guys. Yeah. I, right. Yeah. But to me, that's uh, scouring the brain cells. And I had a couple. But uh, yeah, I sized it up a couple times. I go, yeah, parallel lines, blondie, word Sweet. out. Yep. yep. Nice. Yep. All right. Good Looking deal. Forward to it. Yeah. All right. Well, let's uh, wrap this thing up because uh, you have to edit it out and get it out there. We're a day behind today. So. I cussed again. We are. Yeah, that's going to happen. So um, yeah. you have anything else, Jerry, before we go? Uh, folks, drop us an email, jfjshow at gmail.com. Uh, the show's JFJ Conspiracy uh, podcast, YouTube, all the social uh, sites. Um, and remember one thing, folks, even though this we're in this COVID lockdown, keep rocking. Just keep rocking, folks. Love you very much. Right, Frank? <laughs> I remember you. Yeah, that's good. Keep rocking, folks. <laughs> hey, I want to say, if you are still watching, hit that subscribe button. Leave us a comment. Let us know you're listening. Let us know what band you want us to cover. Mm. We're, we're interested in knowing what our listeners want to listen to. That's and it. if you're interested in our take on what music you're listening to, we'll talk about it. Why not? Drop it. Drop Probably it like it's not as good as what we're going to pick, but, you know, we'll, we'll try it. <laughs> oh, it can't be. That's <laughs> well, three guys with all the years of experience we have. Exactly. We're the, we're the experts in the field. That's right. We're the experts there's in no, this room. That's we're the experts no, uh, in this room. I'll, I'm the go. expert at my place. There you go. <laughs> All right, Jim, do you have anything else? Uh, ring that notification bell. Uh, check out the bands we picked this week. Yes. Um, really, really great stuff. Uh, whether cheap Easies. The Cheap Easies from Cleveland, Ohio. Whether it's uh, punk, <laughs> pop punk or power pop or hard rock i'll get i'll get picks this uh week i really like that uh, oh, yeah. song we had yeah, all good uh, stuff leave a leave a comment about how much you hate that wasp album or how much you love it, <laughs> it yeah. don't be a monument of ignorance folks yep. Let us know. <laughs> yeah, leave that to us yeah <laughs> <laughs> all right jim take Wonderful. us home shop is closed Some heartburn. Yeah, I can't. Yeah. Taco Bell. So I don't know what it is, but I don't mess with it no more. I go, I go Del Taco, and they have the best dollar menu on the planet. <laughs> you can get full for four bucks.